0: Or you might just need an awesome place to eat. Southside Pod. Mark Greenwood, Evergreen. Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen all sub to. You're tuned into to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. Oh, Plum Midlothian. Southside Pod. Oh, for Chicago Ridge, Flossmoor and Bridgeview. You're listening to Southside Pod.
1: And belly on up to my nine foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. You are in my basement, virtually, not literally. That would be weird. This is Southside Pod 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb, covering all of the Southside. And welcome to everybody who is back and those of you who are new to the show. We met a lot of you and signed up a bunch of new subscribers at Pollyanna Brewings Oktoberfest at the Forge in Lamont and Hailstorm Brewings Oktoberfest out in Tinley over this past weekend. We're in Beverly coming up this weekend. We'll talk about it. Tim O'Brien from the Beverly Review also joining us on this show to talk high school football and other sports around the area. You'll hear audio of our trips to all these Oktoberfests, and we'll talk about events going on in your neck of the woods. It's all brought to you by our proud sponsor, Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor, corner of 111th and Kedzie. Stop in and see him. He takes care of my money, Bill's money. He knows his stuff. Give him a call if you want to talk about your retirement. 773-779-0023. I figure we'll kick off the show with a Stein hoisting competition today. I'm going to take you to Lamont this past Saturday. Southside pod with a tent dead center in the middle of Pollyanna Brewing's Oktoberfest at the Forge. At one point, they brought up all these people on stage to try to hold a Stein directly out and not let it slip. It always sounds simple, but it's really hard to do. Take a listen.
0: Arms straight out, full hand grip. I see you go up, I see you go down, you're out. I see you cheat, you're out. Straight forward, one. Two, three. Woo! Pollyanna Oktoberfest. It's been fun so far. Brian's the brewer. First of all, good Oktoberfest this season. Excellent job. Thank you. You know, actually, I'm standing here with the guy Vince that makes most of it, so yeah. gotta give all credit to him. What you do is you just take all the awards and this guy does all the brewing? No,
1: well, I mean, that puts it lightly, I guess, or, but <laughs> yeah. Vince, how are you? I'm Chris. What's going on, Chris? How are you? How'd you do in the uh, Hoisting competition? Uh, fourth, I think. I don't know, fourth or fifth, somewhere. You made the beer, but came in fourth.
2: Uh, you know, let him win. You know,
1: you know how it goes. I could tell. I could tell you could have done it. You had it. You had it totally in the bag. You Just let it go, cause you were like, somebody's got to lose. And it's gonna be me. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be me. Yeah. yeah exactly. I can't win the Hoist. That's not right. Where do you get these later hosing from? You're like in full regalia today. It's amazing. Amazon. Amazon's got later hosting, huh? They do. It's pretty legit, too, man. It's solid. It's solid. All right. All right. So I want to meet the guys that came in first and second. From what I understand, Brian Dummick over here has come in second now multiple years in a row yeah. to the
0: same guy. Yeah. So you're hoisting. How, how many liters is this? This is one liter. So it's, you know a little over 32 ounces of beer. Right. So it's heavy. It's pretty heavy. And these glass steins themselves, when they're empty, they're pretty heavy. And I saw guys,
1: like, trying to do the lean, trying to, like, make sure they They thought their arm was straight, but it was, like,
0: below their navel. Like, it was pretty bad up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave them a little bit of leeway, but eventually you had to kick them out because right. I knew these two were going to be at the end anyway. <laughs> these are the guys that are always in the final. So, uh,
1: yeah. first off, uh, uh, Brian, second place. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Second Place. Does it hurt? Like, I mean, like, at some point in the hoisting competition with your arms straight out trying to hold this beer not letting it drop you you must have known it was over right because this guy stone cold next to you I never saw him waver I didn't want to waste
0: the beer. I had to drink it afterwards, so I just, my arm went numb, and I figured that was about time. I had to save the beer. Yeah. That's really how you give in, right? It's a decision
1: over pride or losing a liter of beer that was free. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, so I, I chose wisely. All, I right. Think. All right, we're going to move on from the loser and get to the winner. What's your name, man? Matt? Matt Giblin. Matt, why are you so good at this? Because I'm gonna tell you something right now. My kid leaned over to me and he goes, it's like if Thor entered a contest and nobody knew he had superpowers. Like this guy never, never shook. What happened? Uh, five years ago, they decided to do this on a whim at Oktoberfest. I had never done it or seen it before. I volunteered and had no idea what I was getting into. and. I, and I uh, this guy, the, you call him the loser. I call him a good friend that I, I've known through Pollyanna. I know him, that's why I call him a loser. Yeah, he, he, Like I didn't even know he's gonna be here. Like we both we both live so far away from Lamont. Like this guy's like a like a Morgan Park kid. I'm over in Evergreen, we're both in Lamont tonight. That's how the South Side's connected, right? And like I saw him on stage and I'm like What the hell is he doing up there so yeah so so he drove all that way to get his ass kicked
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) and his and
1: his his wife videotaped him losing (laughs) for for all eternity to see yes youtube forever yeah that was great man what's the secret i i don't know it just happens you're just strong i guess all right i don't i don't wait lift weights or that i don't know don't even lift no You don't even know what you bet. Don't even know that, bro. I hate you. I hate you. All right. All right. Well,
0: thanks. Congratulations. How do you feel so far about this fest? It's been great so far. You know, it's been pretty crowded. Worked out a few logistics that were little iffy last year they're going a lot smoother. I saw some differences man and I think you did it perfectly like I remember last year I was like ah it's the
1: quarry they got these big giant rocks we got to make sure people don't fall over them when they're drinking you guys like figured out all the logistics.
0: Yeah I've got a scar on my leg from last year on those rocks but you know we got we got everything going smoothly today so I think year two at the Forge and here in Lamont has been a very very successful.
1: Well we always talk about the Oktoberfest and you and I will talk about your, your standard beers but is there something that's out right now that you're serving at this Oktoberfest that you're, you just want people to know about? Is it gonna be around for a little while? Like something, if
0: somebody gets over to Pollyanna in the next month or so, they should try out. You know, we just released a new West Coast IPA called uh, Foursquare Showdown, and it, I think it's pretty tasty, it's super fresh. Uh, that'll be out for a few weeks at least, and you know, come try it while, we, while you can. We talked earlier in the year about how it was the summer of West Coast IPAs, and I said, wait a minute,
1: I thought that was all just like, one beer, and you're like, no, you can make all kinds of different West Coast IPAs, which
0: is crazy. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's all sorts of hops out there, all sorts of malt profiles, you know, IPA is the name of the game these days, so. And after Vince lost, he's got to wear these later hoses for the next week, right? Yeah. He's, uh, it's going to be a rough week of work. <laughs> <laughs> what was the rabbit's name in Bambi? It was Thumper. What's this called in Radio Speak? It's called a bumper. It's a bumper. I'm going to tell you something. We had a
1: blast out there in Lamont. Uh, Really appreciate every time Pollyanna involves us in something that they're doing. They make great beer. They're good guys. And uh, we just like hanging out there in Lamont. If you're out in Lamont and you have another area of town or a place that you want us to come and visit, reach out to us at SouthsidePod.com. Send us a message. Leave us a voicemail. There's a little microphone in the bottom right-hand corner of your device when you go to the website. If you want to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. As we move on here on Southside Pod, our next guest is brought to you by the law firm of Parente and Norum. Whether you've been injured at work or in an accident, the law offices of Parente and Norum has a team with experience, dedication, proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. You need a team to do what it takes to fight for your rights. The insurance companies only care about one thing, the bottom line. The law offices of Parente and Nora, meanwhile, have recovered over $400 million for their injured clients, and that number continues to grow. For a free case evaluation, call or text them today, 312-641-5926, or visit pninjurylaw.com. Back on the line with us here on Southside Pod, we've been checking in with them every couple of weeks. I like keeping track of what's going on. At the high school's in the fall, especially because it's football season, and every once in a while, we'll talk about something that doesn't have to do with high school football as well. Tim O'Brien from the Beverly Review. How are you, Tim? I'm good, Chris. How's
3: everything on your end?
1: Good, man. Good. Uh, What is the biggest story right now in high school sports? Is it the caravan? I, I feel like every time I talk to anybody about high school football, they're like, have you seen Mount Carmel? They're they're going all the way.
3: That's the big one. Uh, whenever you reach out, I'm always like, oh, I got to come up with something new and interesting. But new and interesting is that Mount Carmel is still really good. They're 5-0 and and aren't giving up many points. I, I don't know if their A defense has given up more than 10 all season. Um, so they're the big one just to see if they can you know, they're not looking ahead. I guarantee that, but week nine is their big matchup up at Loyola, which is kind of a, man, yeah, that's as good as it gets in the high school football scene. So that's, you know, three, four weeks away, but that's the big one, obviously. Can Mount Carmel just keep rolling? And as we head into week six, it is that sense of, okay, teams are kind of running out of time here. If you, you got to get those five wins so you can start to see the state playoffs kind of coming together. Who's in Is who's safe, who's in, who's going to be safe. And then who's going to have to kind of scratch and claw their way to get those five wins, you know, however they can.
1: You know, it's interesting to kind of see how teams set up with their non-conference games and then start playing their conference games, and they become something that you might not have thought they were in the first couple of weeks. You have to be patient. I want to say Richard started off 0-2, but they went up against some really tough teams, and then... They start beating everybody in their conference, and I'm sure you've seen other teams like that as well. That that early on, depending on what their schedule were, they either looked better than they were, or they weren't. They weren't as bad as it seemed that they were. Are you starting to get a better picture of some of the teams out there.
3: Yeah, for sure. Richards is a great example of that. They're just outside our coverage area, but I always keep up with the Bulldogs. And, you know, I know uh, Tony Sheehan, their coach, He he's going to throw some games at them in their non-conference schedule that will test them because he knows once they get into conference play, they should be the favorite, and they'll likely get their four or five extra wins that they need to get into the state playoffs. But, yeah, you're starting to see you know, okay, well, we lost a couple, but let's get back on track. And for me, the biggest one is St. Rita, that they were running a gauntlet early. They faced Mount Carmel, they faced Brother Rice in their non-conference games, and then week three, as they got into the CCL ESCC schedule, they faced Loyola. So maybe the most brutal three-game stretch like in the history of high school football, and oh, by the way, that you still got six more to go after that. So you start to get a sense of where people are at, for sure, especially through week five where you've got a good read on you know, kind of where you're at and what you need to do to finish strong here.
1: Any surprise for you at this point, somebody who's better than what you thought or not doing as well as what you thought they were going to do?
3: There's been a lot of teams who are kind of in that middle ground right now. It'll be interesting to see what they can do in the next couple of weeks. Mount Carmel and St. Rita are kind of up at the top locally for me. Uh, for the teams we're covering, Marist is kind of right behind them. They're three and two, and they've likely got two wins in in the tank left. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Ignatius, I've seen they played. Oh, they're playing okay. They're coming off a tough loss against Mount Carmel, but everybody's having tough losses against Mount Carmel. You know, it's just going to be interesting to see kind of going forward. Like Saint Lawrence is sitting in an interesting spot. They're three and two and therefore last four games are not easy and they got to get to somewhere you know can they get it done it's the fun part of the year i love high school football but this is it this is where you start to feel the you know your throat get a little tight cuz you're like okay well we got to get some wins let's get going we're running out of time here
1: before i move on from high school football I just want to check in on my alma mater uh, brother rice i know that they have uh, a different coach in there this year they they lost their superstar quarterback uh, that had been leading them for several years. What is what are they right now? Are they a team that's that's in the ebb before they get back to the flow in later years? What, what do you expect from them the rest of the year?
3: I'm thinking. I mean, they're in a tough spot too because they're sitting at three and two, and they've got a tough one this week against uh, you know our team of the week here, Mount Carmel. It's going to be a tough game for them. I don't think not many people would pick them to win that. Mount Carmel is probably the heavy favorite there. So if you do the math, they're three and three with three games left and they need two more wins. So it's going to be tough. It could come down to that week nine matchup against Marist. So as if the battle at Pulaski wasn't fun enough, now potentially you're looking at maybe two, four and four teams. You don't know. But yeah, Rice is, it's not a rebuild year. I think it's just a year for the new coach, Casey Quadenfeld to kind of set things up. He's got a lot of talented juniors playing. You see they're not the brother Rice the years past, but that's okay. They're still pretty good. They're building to something, and hopefully next year as these juniors roll over into their senior year, that maybe you can expect not back to normal, but maybe uh, a bigger team to watch out for. And I'm not writing them off this year. There's too much talent on the team. The you know just get into the state playoffs and see what happens because they are well coached. They do have good athletes, and you know from there it's just can you go win on a Friday or Saturday night.
1: Last time you were on the show, you mentioned to us a non-football matchup, the McAlli. Macaulay- Marist volleyball matchup that that you are watching. You like to watch things that are outside of football. You're not just covering football. You're covering all of these sports. Uh, anything going on right now? Uh, another story outside of the football realm across the south side that you want to tell us about?
3: It's just kind of the fun time of the year where it feels like fall is flying by already because October's around the corner. But um, basically, all the smaller sports you're going to start to see them kick in with the playoffs. So I was out at a boys golf regional today. I'll be at one tomorrow, likely for the girls' side. So you're starting to see the, you know, the postseason roll around. And that's always the fun part, especially for these smaller sports that might not get the attention that they deserve because these kids are busting it to, to get their, their goals under, the, under their belts and have a big year. So that's the big one in general. It's just as October rolls around and it gets a little cooler, it's like, okay, here comes the state playoffs across all sports. Locally this weekend, it's a big one if you do like high school volleyball. It's kind of a repeat of last time we talked, it's uh Maris McCauley are playing at the ASICS challenge at uh at Mother Macaulay. It brings some of the best teams from around the Midwest and around the country really. There's pool play this Friday, and then the you know, they'll feed into everything Saturday with championships at some different locations. Um, if you're looking, Mother McCauley and Maris both have non conference matchups tomorrow night with out of state opponents who are it's kind of become a tradition that these top programs from out of state come in, they play either Marist or Macaulay, and then they feed into this tournament that really is, I mean, it's a sight. like these teams are loaded up and down. There's not an easy win. Uh, so if you can, this Saturday, that's always a fun one. If you're a high school volleyball fan, go check out uh, some really high end nationally ranked talent over at Macaulay.
1: I got I got to backtrack a little bit though, uh, for what you said there at the beginning. Ah, uh, playoff golf, and you're attending playoff golf. What is high school playoff golf like? Like, how how intense can it actually be that you're out there watching it? Uh, give me give me a taste of what this is.
3: Well, for me, uh, a window into my sports editor crazy. Any excuse where I can be out in an event is a good excuse, especially on a nice day like today. Uh, basically, for me, I'm checking in with the administrator on site or whoever's running it. And I'm taking photos of the boys or girls playing. Today was the guy's side. Um, it's not super intense. The regional, it's as I should say, is kind of tweaked the format. Basically, if you shoot an okay round at a lot of regionals, you're going to advance. So you start to feel the nerves kick in, maybe more at the sectional round, because those are the top teams, the top kids who advance out of the regional. This one was fun today. I was out at Idlewild and Flossmoor, and it was a lot of area teams. So we're talking Mount Carmel, who ended up winning. Uh, Brother Rice, St. Rita, Marion Catholic, Evergreen Park, just everybody kind of going head-to-head. So it's a lot of, you know, kind of childhood rivalries there, kids who grew up together playing against one another. But, yeah, like you said, I don't want to overblow this like it's a big football game on Friday. There's some parents out there, some coaches, But for the most part, it's pretty low-key at this point. You'll start to see maybe a little more energy next Monday at the sectional and then next weekend uh, at the uh, state tournament.
1: Then it gets out of control out there on the golf course. Tim O'Brien covers sports for the Beverly Review. He does a great job, and he's nice enough to jump on Southside Pod. When he gets a chance, you can check out everything that he has. BeverlyReview.net. And Tim, thanks so much for jumping on Southside Pod.
3: Oh, for sure, Chris. As always, I appreciate you having me on. it's now time for your Southside pod
1: word on the street let's see what's going on all around the south side it's all brought to you by cool clouds vapor shop quitting smoking is hard and cool clouds wants to give you an alternative they have a full taster bar and they have great cbd products check out what they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com or visit them 3837 west 95th street in evergreen park it's a super busy weekend on the south side lots of Oktoberfest, but the one that you do not want to miss is in beverly morgan park at open outcry brewing 109th and western kicks off at 11 a.m on saturday Southside pod will be there we have our own tent they got the rooftop they got the indoors they got the outdoors as well in the back with a big german beer tent filled with food they got multiple bands out there it is the next stop on the south pod oktoberfest tour for 2022. we're gonna have a blast Get out to Open Outcry Brewing, 109th and Western. 11 a.m. start goes till 5 in the afternoon. No cover, no tickets required. Meanwhile, as I look around the rest of the area, Thirsty Beaver and Crestwood, 5599 127th Street, the biggest little rock and roll dive bar on the south side has Misfit Toys playing on Friday night. On Saturday in Blue Island is the Run to Pub Craft Beer Half Marathon Relay. Get yourself a three- or four-person team. You're running from Blue Island Beer Company to Horse Thief Hollow. Like, as I'm setting up my tent at Open Outcry, I'm going to see you running down Western Avenue. it going to be quite a scene up and down Western Avenue on Saturday. I remember talking to these folks last year around this time. If you want tickets, go to RunThePub.net want to hear more about it remember it's on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com in orland park on saturday they have their rustic vintage fair fall fest that's a mouthful that the orland park civic center over 80 local vendors and crafters starts off at 9 a.m with a three dollar entry fee and ample parking 147 50 south ravinia And I'll stay on Saturday and look towards Evergreen Park for the Micro Marathon fundraiser. The Evergreen Park Public Library is bringing all of these different craft breweries in from the area. It kicks off at 5.30 in the afternoon and goes until 9 p.m. You're getting five pours, five samples from these breweries. Souvenir cup, and if you walk around the library twice, you get a 0.262 marathon sticker for the back of your car. Because as the library says, they're readers, not runners. I intend to make an appearance at that after Open Outcry's Oktoberfest, so get over there. More information evergreenparklibrary.org. On Sunday in Worth, the Family Fall Fest occurs at Gale Moore Park. Noon until 6 p.m., 109th in Nordica. Hay rides through the park, pumpkin launcher, penny in the haystack, face painting, jugglers, pony rides... A petting zoo, and much, much more. There's a beer and wine garden as well with food trucks. Beggar's Pizza is going to be there. They have a bags tournament and live music. Should be a good time. And a look ahead past this weekend, all brought to you by Sidsauce.net. The peppers are farmed here locally on the south side. The sauce is made here locally. It's hot, it's spicy, it's good. There is a flavor for any kind of palate, and they deliver. It's the only place I get my hot sauce from, SidSauce.net. Check them out online today. The event we're looking forward to next Friday, October the 7th, Off Sunshine at Thornton Distilling Company. I'm hoping to actually sit down very soon with Thornton Distilling here on this show, maybe even next week. If you have anything for Southside Pod to promote on the word on the street, reach out to us. Leave us a message written or voicemail through the website, southsidepod.com. And now our Oktoberfest tour continues as we head to Tinley Park and Hailstorm Brewing this past Sunday, day two of their two-day festival. Killers here, uh, owner. I I love your place. It's perfect for Oktoberfest. And seriously, this beer hall that you have, with everything draped up on the on the ceiling and the flag, I feel like I'm in Munich for crying out loud. How are you? Great. I'm
4: great. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for being here, and thanks for all the kind words. And we love this time of year. It's it's just super fun for us. I'm I'm part German. I don't know if our brewer is. I'll have to ask him sometime. But the way he brews especially traditional German-style beers. He's got to be somewhat German somewhere because his, his skills are just fantastic in this area. So our Oktoberfest hit it out of the park, I think, this year. He, he's got a new Alt beer on, which in German just means old. Uh, but, it's, it's, but it is new. It's, what's old is new. And uh, that is fantastic. It's dry and crisp and very fall. And, and it just really goes with the season really well. So we've, we've had a super time so far. Yesterday was just a blowout party. We had a great turnout. We're super grateful for that. Uh, we had a fantastic uh, Oompa band who's back here today. Uh, so we're gonna enjoy them again and just, just keep the party going.
1: All right, so you got the glass boots. How are people enjoying that, like drinking out of the boot? I mean, uh, people people flock to those things. They love drinking beer out of a boot. Why is that?
4: Yeah, it's it's funny. They're just cool looking. And we've this is the first year we've had them. We've always had Steins, and we had Steins this year. The boots outsold the Steins like five to one right away. I mean, everybody just grabs those up immediately. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. He's got the boot. Das Booten. It's, it's,
1: it's a great souvenir, too, to have in your basement box.
4: Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, yeah. We think we think maybe next year we'll come out with a one liter. It's a really big one. That could be really cool.
1: Uh, talk to me a little bit about the food here at Hailstorm. Just because I know you're doing German fare today, but you have you have a, a restaurant that's that's preparing all this, and you really do a good job with your selection here. I mean, people, you're not. You're not like a restaurant, waitress walks up, takes your order, you're here for a few minutes, then you're out the door. You're like, did I go to a brewery or not? You're a beer hall. People come in, they get their beer, they sit down at big long tables. When they're ready to order, they go get it at the food window, but it's good food. It's, I mean, like sometimes at food windows, you don't know what you're getting. This is high-end restaurant quality stuff. Thank you, that, that's
4: definitely our goal, is to be like upscale, but still reasonably priced and approachable. Um, and we, we want people to be able to just come in and go at their absolute, their own pace, whatever they want to do. It's, that's our whole vibe is, is casual hang out as long as you want. You've been here for an hour and then you want to eat, you ate right away, but you want to keep drinking for two hours. That's awesome. And, and it's hard to do that with the traditional restaurant where you have servers and tables that you want to turn over. So that's why we made it. Yeah, definitely a beer hall style. Um, just, just help yourself to whatever you want to do. And and it's kind of our goal moving forward is just to try to keep adding things that make this more of like a grown-up playground.
1: We had an awful lot of fun at Hailstorm Brewing. In fact, we're going to talk with brewer Will Turner here in just moments on the show. It was one of our many stops on our Oktoberfest tour. And remember, Open outcry. This weekend, 109th and Western will be there. Not everybody can get around so easily. And for those that cannot, maybe they're switching to a new age of life. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment can turn your home into a smart home. Doors that open and close with the touch of a button on an app. Retrofitted bathtubs, setups around the home to make sure that you're not so much of a fall risk. If you have elderly parents, you're thinking about whether or not to move them out of the house into assisted living. They want to stay in their home. It's all about being independent, and the technology is so much better these days than it used to be. It's worth it to stop in and see them. They're right here on the Southside and they're ready to answer your questions. They work with your insurance, and if you mention Southside Pod, you get a discount on top of that. Check out Hyatt Home Medical Equipment, HHME.com, or stop in and see them today. 3518 West 95th Street in Evergreen Park. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher
0: of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer.
1: All right, Oktoberfest 2022, day two for us. We're all over the South Side, I think, for the next couple of weeks, but we're at Hailstorm Brewing, and I want to have a beer with Will Turner. I've already had Take Me to Your Liter, uh and we've talked about it uh, on the podcast, but I had never had this beer, and it's so funny. I, I picked it off the menu. Uh, and then you walked over, and you're carrying the same beer in your hand. So we didn't even plan on having the same beer together. And I was like, well, then we got to talk about it. What What is this that I'm having? How are you, by the way?
2: Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is our new alt beer. And so we decided to do something in addition to our Oktoberfest, which is Take Me to Your Leader. Uh, we also have a German Hefeweizen. And for a new style here, I wanted to do a German-style brown ale. So that is... Uh, it, it's in the style of um, beers from the Dusseldorf region in Germany. So essentially, yeah, a, a German style brown ale uh, made with a lot of Munich malt in it. It's um, dark in, in color. It's, uh, it's kind of a deep copper. A uh, deep copper color, but it's got some good roast malt character as well as some of the toast, and it's got a solid bitterness. So it is going to have a little more bitterness than our Octoberfest would. You like brown ales? I've decided. I mean, like that's the thing. Like I always thought brown ales were like an
1: English thing, and that was it. But you did a brown ale, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't the Morley a brown ale? But it was an American style brown ale with more hops. And now you've made a German brown ale. You like brown ales?
2: Wow, you are correct, sir. Yes, you got me. <laughs> Yeah. What do you like about them? I just like that nutty, caramely malt character that comes from a brown. Now, I actually, if I had the island beer, it'd probably be more of a hoppy red um, with a little more caramel sweetness uh, and a little less roast. Um, So that would probably be my island beer, but uh, I love brown ales and I like like doing a lot of different styles. So yeah, some may be more on the malty side doing a, a British style. Um some maybe hoppier like the American brown. Um but yeah, i I just like doing traditional styles and hopefully making them well.
1: Will Turner likes brown ales. He also brews an awful lot of beers here at Hailstorm brewing out in Tinley Park. And uh this is probably an experience for you here. They do it up for Oktoberfest. Were you surprised at how many many things are I mean they got banners hanging from the ceiling, they got wreaths up here, they 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 went all out while you're sitting here because you work the, the beer hall is adjacent to the brewery, but you can see it. So you're in here brewing beer, watching them put this together. Did it take you back? Like you were like, holy cow,
2: look at what they're doing here. Definitely interesting when I was trying to dry hop one of our tanks and I need the scissor lift and they're putting up banners. And so I can't dry hop. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's pretty cool. I, I mean, yeah, it's my first year here, you know, with the hall all decorated and everything. Um, and you know, had a long day yesterday, pouring beer and talking with people. And you know, this, I mean, this is what brewing's all about.
1: It's awesome.
2: You enjoying your time here? Yes, sir, I am. I think you've taken a hailstorm, and I think they really like you as well.
1: Will's doing a great job over here. Uh, if you miss us at Oktoberfest, don't worry. I think they're keeping the decorations up for a
2: while, and a lot of these beers are going to be on tap for a good amount of time. I would think, right? I believe these were still up when I started here in January. <laughs> so yeah, they'll be up for a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, it's it's great to have you come down again and visit us and you know support us. So cheers, so much. Gross, my friend. Gross. Oh yeah.
0: It's the south side. It's the south side. It's the south side. Y'all come back now here